AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, so good to be back. Haven't talked to Nick Wright in a while. I got jealous of his hair, a long flowing hair. It made him look very uh, progressive and cool. So I've been growing my hair out. But this is all I have. So I bring him on, and it's, there's a little envy, a little jealousy, which I know is sad. But he looks so, <clears throat> such a bon vivant, such a hipster. It's uh, Thanks. Yeah, rock on tour. Good to see you, Colin. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. So uh, we do something every week called Tomorrow's Headlines Today, and J-Mac loves the Jets. And I said, you know, there are traits in the NFL that are winning traits. And I put the two New York teams up, Giants left and Jets yeah. right. Sorry to the radio audience. I'm not going to read them all. The Giants have a lot of things that, like, win big. Quarterback in prime, offensive coach, great left tackle, momentum, weaker conference, being dogged by the media, which coaches love to use, and two proven veteran weapons. The Jets don't have – in fact, the Jets have liabilities at some of those. I just think it's so easy to dog the Giants because of Daniel Jones, but he doesn't – he doesn't lose games. He's just got a low ceiling. Welcome to the NFL after about four quarterbacks. Your thoughts? Well, listen, I I am not super high on the Giants, but I tend to agree with you because the, 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 you said today when you were talking about the Jets about some you know flashing red lights, they have some massive red flags. And when we talk about the foundational pieces of a football team – you would think you would start with the coach and the offensive line. I think the Jets have a below-average coach, and I know they have a bad offensive line. And then people talk about the Jets' weapons. They have overall, as far as what we know about their weapons, 
a below-average group for the AFC. Garrett Wilson is excellent. After that, it's a bunch of number three receivers, a running back coming off, unfortunately, a torn ACL, and another running back who the whole league loved so much who was available three days ago, and you're in the toughest division in the, in the, in the league, and you have the toughest open to the season of any team the first six weeks, and you have a quarterback who is coming off the worst year of his career. I, I could see this going really poorly, and I want to throw because I, I do know J-Mac is a big Jets fan, and I, this might cause him some nightmares. Can I just throw you my favorite potential scenario, Colin? Sure. It's this, that the Jets go, that Aaron looks fine, but the Jets are a little disappointing, maybe 9-8. and eight. Yeah. And Woody Johnson, who once upon a time fired our friend Eric Mangini for winning nine games with Brett Favre, Woody Johnson fires Robert Sala. And Aaron Rodgers goes to Woody and says, yeah, you know, uh, I'm, you know, I'm on the fence about coming back. Remember last year I was 90% retired. But you know what would guarantee that I come back? Is if the new head coach is my dear friend and the greatest man I've ever met who's already here, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah! A man whose system I'm running. He's, he, uh, he failed one time. And Aaron, one thing we know about Aaron, he loves Nat Hackett. Loves him. Loves Another him. thing we know if the Jets end up falling short of expectations, Salah, not Rodgers, will be the scapegoat. Another thing we know, Aaron is not afraid to use the threat of retirement to get things he wants. Yeah. So I just want J-Mac to be ready for the 2024 New York Jets led by Nat Hackett because that's coming his way. <laughs> so... um I said, listen, everybody, everything is a conspiracy theory now. And generally, I, people must be bored. But I look at the Niners, I'm like, Purdy's accurate and cheap. Darnold is probably not going to be the franchise guy, but he's had a great camp. And Trey Lance, it doesn't look right. It doesn't seem that complicated to me. What, what, what should they do? What should they do with their quarterback situation? Well, I, what they should do is maybe complicated. What's not complicated is this, and I don't think it's conspiracy theory. The process for the San Francisco 49ers over the last three years regarding Trey Lance has been one of the most ridiculous, unprofessional, disorganized I've ever seen in big-time pro sports. So let forget speculation, forget conspiracies. Let's just go through, Colin, what we know, the timeline of it. The San Francisco 49ers, who had recently been to a Super Bowl and had the 12th pick of the upcoming draft, felt we need a difference maker at quarterback. Enough so to trade up three first-round picks in one of the deepest drafts of the last decade. Micah Parsons went number 12, the pick they were sitting at. Mac Jones was still available at 12. Justin Fields went 11. All of it. We, we must go get... This one double-A player who has a dozen college starts. That's what we're going to do. We know they did that. We then know that after sitting his rookie year, two starts played well in one, poorly in another, and making the NFC Championship game, we know the San Francisco 49ers said, we have seen enough from Trey to lock Jimmy Garoppolo out of the building, try to trade him to Washington, Trey Lance is our unquestioned week one starter. We know that. 
We then know last year he started week one in a monsoon. Week two, he broke his leg three plays in. So he couldn't even practice the rest of the season. And then by OTAs, Colin, the guy who the last time you saw him was your unquestioned starter, he's your third-string quarterback. Something's messed up with that process. You, you had Brock Purdy and Trey Lance in camp last year. Trey was your unquestioned starter. Trey couldn't have practiced poorly last season. He had a broken leg. I'm not arguing that Trey Lance is a great player. I am, uh, I am simply stating the fact that Forget top five picks. First round quarterbacks taken. All of them have gotten a bigger opportunity to show if they can or can't play in the last 30 years. You got to go back to Jim Drunken Miller and Andre Ware to see a guy who got four starts and out. And so I think their process has been terrible. And Colin, if the Niners believe, well, we don't need a difference maker at quarterback. We can win with Mr. Irrelevant, so be it. But then who is going to pay the bill for those three first-round picks you traded for a position you don't need? That's the part of this that is galling to me. It's not that Trey Lance should start over Brock Purdy. It's that there has been no continuity to their decision-making at the quarterback position. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. So I want to throw something at you uh, and transition to the NBA because you're good on this. And so even though I'm throwing you a curveball, it came up this week. 
that Steph Curry was asked, are you the best point guard of all time? Which is a just unwinnable question. You can't, what are you supposed to say, right? And I, my takeaway is it's impossible with Magic and Curry because they're literally completely different players. Although LeBron and MJ are different, they do have some similarities where they were just athletically just felt better than the rest of the league, even than second player. They just were better. You know, like LeBron was just better sure. than whoever the second guy was. And, and Michael was better than athletically Barkley or Magic. And they have some similarities. Sure. They're feisty and competitive and elite defenders. Um, but the Magic Steph thing is virtually impossible because Magic could do more, but what Curry does well literally has changed basketball. And if I was a GM, right. knowing what I know and I had to pick both, I guess I'd pick well, Steph now and Magic 20 years ago. Who is the best point ever? Okay, so this is, so this is such a fascinating thing because... It is unquestionably, both of these things are true. I believe in my heart, but they seem to be in conflict. And I want to see how they land with you. I believe with 100% certainty, the greatest point guard of all time is Magic Johnson. Right. I also believe that every time I am doing one of those create the best five-man roster possible... I pick Steph over Magic. <laughs> Both are true. Like so. Like, ma listen, Magic played twelve years before HIV. Nine of those years, he was first, second, or third in MVP voting. Nine of those years, he was first team All NBA. Nine of those years, he made an NBA Finals. He has he has more Finals appearances than Steph, more championships than Steph, more MVPs than Steph, more Finals MVPs than Steph. He has almost double the career assists as Steph, and they're playing the point guard position. He is the greatest point guard ever. Also, if I were building a team, I would pick Steph <laughs> over Magic. I, I know. So, like, yes. I know those two things sound ridiculous, but that's how I feel. Does that make sense at all? Like, given the impact of the three-pointer you and, and what floor spacing can do, you've got to lean Steph. But because when we're talking about the greatest ever, it has we have to first go to who accomplished the most? Yeah. Then it has to go to magic. Yeah, yeah. But so that's where I land on it. I feel the same way about. Track? I I feel the same way about Fourth of July. If you asked me, um, something I'd never want my kids to do is be around explosives. But then if you asked me my favorite yeah. holiday, it would be like being with my kids on Fourth of July. Wait a minute. Fourth of July. Right. right. Like, I, explosives, yeah, no, dangerous. And I'm ahead. like, yeah, that's the one I'd want to be with my kids with on a boat with explosives. So my point being is it does make yeah. sense. We're all hypocrites. I feel like this. If I selected an all-time team and it had Bird and it had LeBron and it had Jordan, I wouldn't want to take shots away, so I'd choose Magic. But if I wanted to play yeah. and win a basketball game, Steph Curry is the best shooter in the history of the world, and my team, I feel well, like, so will win. Right, so that's the that's the thing. So if you're if we are creating the best five man team possible, and Michael is your two, and LeBron is your three, and then the center spin the wheel. Do right. you want Shaq? Do you want Akeem? Do you want Kareem? You're gonna ha you're gonna have a center. If those three spots are locked in then my point guard, I definitely want Steph because I want shooting, I want all of the stuff. 
but I also believe magic's better. I also, and I know we got to go, you yeah. said it's an impossible question. I love Steph being on. Like, I prefer honest arrogance yeah. rather than false humility. And, I mean, it's, uh, it's just like, Colin, if someone puts you on the spot right now, Colin Coward, are you the greatest sports radio guy yeah, ever? Yeah, sure. What are you going to say? Come yep, on. Well, pretty well, good. There, yeah, pretty exactly. Good. Yeah, there you go. There, that, right. It's, there it is. There it is. It's you and Don Barr from Overnight America back when I was a kid. Those are the two goats. Can't tell me any different. Nick Wright, good seeing you, buddy. See ya. Um, All right, bye. It is, it is a crazy question because in the history of basketball, nobody scores more points more quickly than Steph. That wins games. If you really look at Steph, Clay Thompson, who went to Washington State, Draymond Green, second rounder, and a mm. bunch of parts. Magic got Kareem and the best owner and the best coach and the best GM. Now, I'm not saying the Warriors don't have good stuff, but Steph, literally, his counterparts are, and Clay's a heck of a player, but Clay Thompson didn't get offered scollies by the big boys. Yeah. And Draymond Green went second round. Now, Draymond was a hell of a college player at Michigan State. This is going to sound crazy. But it's been a lot of Bogut's, Andre Guadalas, uh, Andrew Wiggins didn't work, and now he works, and 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 Gary Payton, too. And yeah. it, it's, uh... Okay, hey, let me ask you one. You're a big NBA connoisseur, you know, 70s, you know, 80s. Think on it. Better basketball career, or best, better basketball player, Byron Scott or Clay Thompson? You got to think on that. It depends Byron on Scott the era. Was amazing in and, the but, 80s. Cl- but he doesn't fit in today's game. Clay Correct. Thompson shoots threes. So today I'd choose Clay Thompson. Today you would choose Clay Thompson. Yeah. So let me back up one other thing that Nick didn't totally address. Who is the better point guard? Better. What does that mean? Define better. Well, it's hard because a point, a great point guard, Magic could score, assist. He was never a good defender, either as Steph. Uh, he could score, he could assist, he could rebound, he could lead the break, he could lead, he could coach. Steph's the best ball handler, arguably in the league, can score. He can play off ball, on ball. He has the be- he's the best off ball mover I've ever seen in my life. He's like, I mean, I've never seen a player move off ball like Steph Curry yeah. ever in my life. And, and something that nobody's mentioning. Bo- by the way, both super high IQ basketball, that, high, high IQ basketball. You players. know what? Ball goes in the post to Jabbar. You can double off Magic. He ain't shooting thirty percent from deep in his career. He's not a three point shooter. Steph Curry has the ball near the three point line. The gravity of the defense all to him, opening things up for everyone else. Like that's not discussed. It's too nuanced for a lot of these NBA jabronis on social media who are killing me for. You know, the take that I had that went viral on this. And it's like, listen, Magic had stacked teams. Steph Curry has made Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. Let's well, be, let's be, no, let's no, be no. honest. Well, no, no. Clay, Draymond Green's second round pick. Clay was the best catch and shoot guy in the league for about seven years. And Draymond's the best defender in a decade. So okay. they're, they're, they earned was their stripes. A second round pick who was not starting and really not a factor until Steve Kerr said, we're going to go with the small ball lineup. And Draymond's going to set screens for Curry all over the court. And Curry gets loose. And now Draymond's running kind of a point well, forward. We love lists. Can't we just acknowledge no. that <laughs> Steph and Magic are the two greatest point guards, very different games, and then it's all about who's third. And we're just like, these are the two best. No. Like, there's a difference between uh, Michael and Kobe. Michael was a better version of Kobe. Kobe was a lesser version. Uh, Bird and Duncan depends on what you like. I prefer Bird because I thought he was the best passer in the world next to Magic and the best shooter. Duncan was more fundamentally based. But Duncan was dominant for 12, 15 years. So I also am a Kareem guy over a Wilt guy, even though Wilt scored 100 and Wilt... 
I thought Kareem was a better defender. Uh, I thought he was uh, – he created the most unstoppable shot in the history of basketball. Yeah. I, I don't want to put flaky. too many holes in Nick's argument. But he brings up, like, MVPs. Oh, Magic won three MVPs. Curry only won one. He's better. I don't care about that stuff. That's so silly. I don't care about MVPs. How about this? Steve Nash has two MVPs. Kobe Bryant has one. Who's better, Colin? Steve Nash has two MVPs. Isaiah Thomas has zero. Who's better? Like, that's such a silly, reductive argument. It does nothing for And by the way, when Steph was on the team with Durant, Durant was considered the greater player. 100%. When Magic was playing with Kareem, Kareem was considered the dominant player in the league. I did look this up just for fun. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, first team All-NBA in four of Magic's first six years. He was a better player. He was MVP of the league when Magic was a rookie. The MVP of the league. 1980. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Look it up, people. It's okay to acknowledge... We have a tie for first. It's okay. <laughs> this is not standings. Like I, I just yeah. think Steph and Magic, depending on the era, are the two greatest point guards. We don't argue about the two guard. That's Michael. We don't argue about that. We don't argue about the three. That's LeBron. Center, flip a coin, eight good, I take Jabbar. The four, it's Bird or Duncan. I'm a Bird person. Duncan's great too. But we, we, we argue about some of this stuff. The only thing we know, Michael's making it. And LeBron's making it. That we're not arguing with. Everything else, you got you got yeah. a little rivalry. You know what tie for the first sounds like? Um, you're just a guy who's just going to sit on the toilet and just sit there and sit there and sit. And you're fine sitting on the reading newspapers, scrolling, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I need you to do number yeah. two or get off the toilet. Okay. I don't want any fence sitting. Who, who's better in their prime, Beyonce or Taylor Swift? They're both home runs. I'll say Taylor Swift. Okay. And I like Beyonce a lot, but I'm, you asked me for to pick one. Like, I'm not going to say. I mean, on the how, fence. how about in their prime, Bill Walsh or Belichick? One was a brilliant offensive innovator. Belichick. Well, he won more Super Bowls, but i, I got to tell you Belichick something. Belichick won so many different Bill ways. Walsh won Super Bowls, didn't he, with two different quarterbacks, Montana and yeah, Steve Two Young. Hall of Fame legends. Okay, but well, okay, but he developed Steve. Steve Young did not. He was it's a fair. runner, not a thrower. Well, he was a really uh, He's a great. high-profile college quarterback. Yes, and, yeah. BYU, and then he went and played yeah. for the Tampa Tom Bay Brady, Bandits. Tom Brady. I mean, you say Belichick. Brady left Belichick. How did it work? Well, he's how 70 it work years in, old. He's 70 years old How did it work now. in Cleveland without Brady? Take Brady out of his career. He's he took a, that dumpster fire to the playoffs, and I hate defending Belichick. Gosh. Didn't sound like it. <laughs> I'm just, I just, How is this a Wednesday show? Not every argument has to be defined. I think, you know, when people say, who is the smartest tech person? I'd Like, there's eight people. Who are you going? You're not going Zuckerberg over no, Jobs, I mean, are you? Yeah, but Steve Jobs, I don't think, had the IQ of Bill Gates. I think Steve oh, Jobs oh, understood marketing, had more flair than Bill Gates. I think Bill Gates' IQ is in that Elon Musk territory. So who's, who, then some people will argue for uh, Larry Ellison. Some people, Zuckerberg. Who, have you read the Jobs book, by the way? That's amazing. The Walter Isaacson book? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the best book I've ever you read. You got her. I mean, it's when the you single read that. best book I've ever read. It's the Walter Isaacson yeah. profile. It's four books in one. You'll learn about tech. You'll learn about jobs. You'll learn about Bill Gates. You'll learn about the story of Apple. Yeah, it's yeah. four books in one. Yeah. Best book I've ever read. And for, because I read that, Jobs for me is the number one tech guy. Sorry to Ellison and Gates and all that. Well, a lot people. of tech people are nerds. Jobs wasn't. He was a, he was a bit of a quirky. Well, he, he was, was kind of a good-looking guy. Down. He was kind of a marketing guy. He had a coolness to him. A lot of tech people don't. Yeah. They making any movies about Bill Gates? Uh, well, they got I, a movie on Jobs or well, two. I, I think I don't think that means anything. They have also have a documentary and a movie about that crazy lady who made up her well, company. Any, everybody gets a Valley. documentary now. Johnny Manziel got a documentary. Come I'm on. in that, you know. 
You're I'm, in there? I'm, somebody told me I'm in there. Am very, I in there? Very, uh, no, you're not in there. <laughs> you're not in there. You're I not. made hard knocks. A lot of friends texting. You guys are all over hard knocks. I'm like, well, what do you H expect? HBO knows what they're doing. <laughs> How do you own the day in sports? You make incredible plays. How do the rest of us? With Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready to own the day. Look to Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Once your business gets to a certain size, cracks start to emerge. You deserve a customized solution. NetSuite, check out their popular KPI checklist, absolutely free. NetSuite.com slash herd is where you should go. H-E-R-D. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Got two running back holdouts, Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs. Mm. Um, both unhappy. I don't know. Maybe technically not holdout, but they're basically not playing and doesn't sound like there's any end in sight. Um, they're trying to trade Taylor. Jacobs doesn't sound like he's going anywhere. According to reports, the Raiders have no interest in trading Josh Jacobs and his week one status still up in the air. Uh, your excitement level on the running backs, not playing. Currently. Well, they're both really good players. Yeah, they're top five, they six just, running backs in the league. Yeah, you know, they just don't have huge markets, but they would have markets. 
It's all analytics, folks. Nobody's against running backs. Nobody's against power forwards in the NBA. Nobody's against them. Just the analytics say heavy use running backs. Be very careful about years four, five, six. So if you're Jacobs and you're... um, I'd go play. Jonathan Taylor, you say that. But then the team's going to ground you into dust with 300 carries. And guess what? Oh, wait, we, he had 300 carries, and the numbers say when you get that many carries, we, we can't pay you. Sorry, dude. Well, why, so so what's the, what do you do? You go, how about if I'm Jonathan Taylor or Josh Jacobs, you have a sit-down with a coach and say, I'll give you 200 carries. <laughs> well, you can say that's crazy. On, that's but not realistic. I want 200 carries. I'm not going to give you 300. A running back is going into the coach and calling the shots? Or I sit out. See how good Garoppolo is with no run game. 200 carries, no more. I'll give you 200 carries. 210, no more. But you know these guys are players. They're, they're going to want to play. It's tough well, to... Hey, hey. hey. We're, shockingly, we're in the wild card it, mix it, for the Colts. We can win the division. If it, we need you, Jonathan. Uh, sorry. Employees, <laughs> 210 carries, week 14. I'm out. I don't think it's unrealistic for a running back and his agent to say, listen, if you're not going to give us a big contract, okay, we'll play. But you're not grinding us to dust. Yeah. 212 carries is our limit. You can use them any way you want. Touches? Oh, sorry. Touches, touches. or carries? Because touches, you know, Taylor. Two, uh, 220 touches, period. Catch, run. I'm out after that. If it goes public, I'll cut it down to 150. So keep it between you us. you to look bad. How, how, this is a little more sinister. You look at the schedule. Jonathan Taylor sees he's going to be facing grueling defenses back-to-back. Ooh, I got a tight hamstring. I can't go this week. That's right. We're not winning anyway. Well, I'm not going to take a pounding in, in this game. Like, I know that sounds bad. But I'm not going to hate them if they do something like that. Listen, I've, I've known employees in my life. This is not kind of my style. But if they felt they were treated unfairly by a boss, they <clears throat> got sick occasionally. Employees have power. I've taken zero sick days since I got uh, the You and I are not sick day people, but I, I also think... I thought it was pointed at me. Well, I, no, no, no. It wasn't it's always you. about me. No, you, you're a grinder. You work through. No, I'll give you credit. You work through stuff. Remember last week, my flu week. No, you, you, were, you were. Uh, you were just a, a bag of um, problems. You can say mucus. It's fine. Yeah, you were just phlegmy, and and it was really gross. It'll be rectified very soon. Yes, you're having a little yeah, operation. Let's not talk about. Well, I would just. It's very important. The audience knows that you're sacrificing for the show. On to next story. Chris Jones, boy, Chiefs <laughs> defense. Oh my gosh, he's a beast. Led the team in sacks every season this since is 2018. A big, this is a big deal. Yeah, but the All Pro has been holding out. A fan asked Jones when he plans on showing up, and he replied, "Week eight. Later in this Twitter thread, I refuse to use X. Sorry, people. A Chiefs blog mentioned it would be a hefty fine going that long, to which Jones replied, I can afford it. To make matters worse, Andy Reid says he's had zero communication with Jones. I don't like this. Adding, if he's not here, the game goes on. I'm going to tell you something. He is their pass rush. I don't love this. So, if you want to be positive about it, hey, Jones, you want to sit the first eight weeks? Fine. Show up midseason, we're good. You're rested, ready for another postseason run. I know that sounds bad, but that's the reality. Uh, but, but for the record, you see, uh, don't talk about this. We can't talk about this story yet, right? We'll wait till it's over. Okay, I'm hang on. All right, go ahead. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, mm, go ahead. If you want to see Jones's value, go back and look at that Bengals playoff. Oh, game. I know. On that final drive, they had been lining him up inside the whole game. They moved him outside. The Bengals were not ready, and he destroyed the play. Yep, he's I great. Mean, Jones is an. He and Aaron player. Donald are unblockable. Yeah, uh, a lot of sacks. 
Yeah, sorry about the Bengals to the Bengals fan who's here. All right, final story. Christian Kirk played with a lot of good receivers in his time in Arizona, including Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins. As he enters year two with the Jags, Kirk says the receivers group has a lot of potential to be special. I've been a part of some special ones. I've been in the room with a couple Hall of Famers. We have the potential. I wouldn't say we're there yet, but we have the potential top to bottom, not only production-wise, but just from a professionalism and character standpoint. With the type of guys we have in our room, we definitely have everything that it takes to be special. Everybody's focused on winning one week at a time and taking this thing as it progresses. My number one seed in the AFC, your Jacksonville Jaguars, they'll get the bye. Number? Yeah. Number one seed right here. Bengals division way too tough. Chiefs division too tough. This is a team that was, I think, three and eight last year before a massive rally. Yeah, to sneak in. They had the to clean up beating. some things. They had to clean up the storage room, and then they got it set, and, and then they, they were off and running. Josh run. Dobbs in the final game of the season. Their so last their receiver few, room that Christian Kirk is all gaga about. Pretty good. Calvin Ridley, Calvin Christian Ridley. Kirk. They got Evan Ingram, tight end. A couple of backs. Travis Atn. I like Zay well, Jones. Zay Jamal Jones. Agnew. Well, good, good, solid two and three guys. I don't know. Is this even a top five wide receiver room in the league? I think it's really good. Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones? Evan Ingram? Ooh. Well, pretty good. What is he? He's not George Kittle. Well, George Kittle's a whole Kelsey. Famer. I mean, I'm just saying, Evan Ingram's oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, how many teams has he been on like already in his career? Evan Ingram? When Giants? Didn't he start there? Giants and the Jags. Oh, okay. Two, two teams. And- well, I mean, you had a company and now you work at this one. <laughs> well, what does that mean? I don't know. I, listen, I like the Jags. This is... This seems a bit a bridge too far. I didn't say the Texans are going to be the number one seed. It wasn't an outrageous take. Okay, so J Mac with the news. Uh Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd live. Heard Ian Rappaport. The Niners have named Sam Darnold their number two quarterback behind Brock Purdy. They're exploring options with Trey Lance. This is what we said. Watch the games. Purdy's the most accurate in Kyle's system. That trumps everything. Darnold's had the best camp. Trey's a good kid. I would move him. I'd roll the dice if I was Minnesota behind Kirk Cousins. I would do it. I like him. Big, coachable, smart kid. He's just He just needs to play. That kid needs to play. But again, there's no conspiracy theory. Okay, it, Just watch. Purdy has never lost a game he started and finished. So the coaches have an incredible loyalty to him, and he's free. That matters. That's how you can build a roster. And they love their roster. They don't have to get rid of anybody. Darnold is more talented than Purdy, but, you know, he's he's gone bounced around the league. He's had a great camp, best camp of all of them. And, and by the way, Purdy, Darnold, and Lance are all mobile enough. You can move the pocket, which was a frustration with Jimmy Garoppolo. They couldn't really move the pocket. Kyle, liked, uh, uh, Kyle likes to be able to move the pocket. His dad had Elway. Gives you another 20 plays, right? So he wants mobility. So they're just choosing mobile Darnold over mobile Trey. And that's the move you should do based on camp if you're being fair about it. They also went and got Darnold very early in free agency. So they targeted him. They liked him. Trey Lance has been with the Niners for two years and like five months. Sam Darnold has been with Kyle Shanahan for like six months. And the fact that Trey Lance couldn't beat him out for the second... Backup quarterback. Well, Darnold was a top 10, 12 pick, wasn't he? Darnold was a great college player. Darnold's really talented. Hadn't been a great career. What was that? He was a third overall pick. Darnold was a, he was a really good player. He was a dominant college player. More so, likely, Lance gets traded or they just 
move on from I, I Maybe I'm in the minority. I, I would bring in Trey Lance and see what I got. Now, now the, 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 the concern is, got it, Kyle Shanahan couldn't get him to work. That doesn't help him. But, you know, I, I, I just don't think, I think Zach Wilson, if I'm sitting out there and I'm like, hey, I need a backup. Kid's got a big arm. Trey Lance, kid's big, he can move. I, I, I'll tell you a team I'd throw it out there, Chicago. Who backs up Justin Fields? Do you, Trey Lance can run the Justin Fields offense which is move the pocket. I mean, I, to me, I want my backup to share quality. If I have Lamar Jackson, I don't want a pocket guy. I want my backup to share, to share the qualities of my starter. I don't think Trey Lance is as good as Justin Fields, and I think Justin's the future. But Trey, you can move the pocket with Trey. And so I, to me, if I'm Chicago, I'm like, I'd give up a fifth or a sixth round pick for him. Bring him into camp, give him reps. By the way, Justin Field runs around, gets banged up. You also know that you bring in Kyle Shanahan's coaching with him. So the kid's got some good habits. Uh, Jalen Hurts is back up in Philly right now as Marcus Mariota. Early reports he are he's not doing well in camp. But Trey Lance, could that be a landing spot? I think it could be. They got, they got picks. I, I want my backup to play like my starter. Jalen Hurts, I mean, I, Trey can move. He's a big kid that can move. He's coachable. He'll learn the system quickly. Eh. Breaking news to end the show. See you tomorrow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GainBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GainBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at GainBridge.io.